Pasega Litsatsi joins me now on the line. He speaks on behalf of Sasa. Morena, good evening to you and welcome. Good evening, uh, Aya. Good evening to the listeners as well. It's very cold tonight. It is, man. It is. You know, as I was leaving the car, I think it was around 9 degrees or so uh, here. So, uh, I mean, as I was saying, I'm suggesting to our people, they must stay uh, in the warmth of their homes because uh, you don't want uh, to find yourselves with any respiratory challenges at this moment. But talking about... Uh, I guess many of the people who want to stay in their homes, some of them might be the old and the young and uh, their caregivers uh, who receive grants from yourselves. And maybe that's a good starting point before we even get uh, to the 350 rand that many people are calling for. I said when I started that uh, I think some of the cues I've seen and um, uh, uh, all of uh, what we've seen that negates the principle of social distance that we've seen at pay points for mm-hmm. Sasa grants leaves a lot to be desired. What, what are some of the things that you're doing to make sure that not only social distancing happens, but that we don't have the kinds of cues of uh, very old people, um, you know, uh, who really, I guess, if they contract this disease, might uh, find themselves uh, experiencing very severe symptoms. How do we make sure that their pay point experience is as safe as possible? You know, I, I think we used to pay all forms of grants on the first day of every month. Mm. Uh, but since the start of the COVID-19, we then changed to say, let the first two days be old for people. old age mm. and disability grant, right? And therefore, the third day and so on will be for child support grant and so on. Um, and I think we're just trying to make sure that we start a payment so that people don't flock to the post post office and to the, to the, to the ATMs on the, on the same day. But even if we have done that, we see people who are getting child support grant who try to sneak in uh, the queues and so on and push old people and so on. But what we have done from last month, we have tightened up the system. So if anyone who's getting a child support grant will try to sneak in the queue and so on, unfortunately, they won't be able to get money. Uh, they will only get money on the third day of the month. But secondly, we also want to continuously appeal to our beneficiaries. Mm. It is not necessary for you to go or go to to the post office at the same time. People can go to the merchants, people can go to the banks, but in any case, you can go to get money at any given moment which you want to go and get your money. Mm. Pasega, I guess we also know that uh, the uh, 350 rand that uh, is said to be paid, and uh, I certainly... I take the points you're making about ensuring that it's safe, staggering the payments. But even when you did do that, uh, I mean, we saw uh, some of the scenes that we saw in places like Chablani, in places mm-hmm. in the Eastern Cape as well. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, it just says to me that uh, even staggering the payments uh, is sometimes wholly inadequate in changing learned and entrenched behaviors. I mean, Omar uh, Kulbe, who are used to going on the first of the month to go and collect what they call IP. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. and I don't know if it's enough to just stagger the days to really change those behaviours uh, in a rapidly changing context. It is, it is it's something that we need to continuously engage uh, and, and make sure that our beneficiary education we continuously do it so that our people understand. But uh, I, you know, uh, one of the things which I always tell people that unfortunately our beneficiaries are members of the society, uh, and when this. Um, uh, the, the spread of, of the COVID-19 started, we saw the middle income and us flocking. I mean, if you checked macro, they were there in big numbers. And unfortunately, the, 
the, the beneficiaries of social grants obviously watch TV, they listen to the news and so mm. on, and, and, and they follow suit, you know. So that's why I thought sometimes we must not uh, um, uh, bash on them that much. We must understand that they are members of the society, mm. and we must understand, we must just do everything to our power to make sure that we continuously engage them and teach them in terms of the benefits of using other available platforms when they want to get their cash. Okay. I work at 350 here. Uh, this 350. How many of these 350s have you paid? You know, I, I as a proportion, as a proportion, sorry, Paseka, as a proportion of the applications you've received. Yes, I think um, um, with, with respect to time that is available to me, I think I might just try to explain this thing as slow as possible please, for everybody please, to understand. What happened when we opened the system, we had people applying, but we were just trying to test the system because it's very much important, Aya, before you make payment to everybody, you must be 100% sure that when the system gets opened, it does not crash. That's the first thing. Mm. Two, we know that people, I mean, we are always victims of fraudulent activities as Sasa. But three, you must make sure that the money gets to the right hand. Mm. But what we did then on the 15th of May, we paid 10 people. And these 10 people that we paid was just to test if the system is functioning very well. Why we 10? Why, why 10? We actually, what we basically Can't did, you try maybe 100 just, just to test 100? No, no, what we did, what we, it can be any other number. Okay. I, I, mean, <laughs> I understand and I accept that. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying we took each person per province. That's what we did. But secondly... And one for national? Yes. And and there there were 75,000 people who applied. Mm. And out of 75,000 people who applied at that time, half of them did not qualify. So we had only 39,000 people who qualified. And these are the reasons why they did not qualify. One, Mm. this thing, the 350 social uh, grant uh, COVID-19, it's very clear that you must not be getting any kind of Grant, and majority of those people who applied were either uh, beneficiaries of social grant or they were in the UIF because we also check with the UIF, mm. we also check with NESFAS and so on. So one other thing that we had to do was to make sure that we satisfy legal prescripts in a sense that, you know, sometimes it becomes a legal matter if we want an information from SARS. And SARS will say, this is a private uh, information. We can't give it to you. Even if it's for a good cause, I. Uh, but the fact of the matter is that someone can sue us. That why did other state agency give SARSA an information about my private uh, details and so on? Uh, and UIF can so, say the so, same thing. So wait, Paseka, are you suggesting to me that um, one of the data sets you would want to corroborate whether or not someone should qualify for this, which is SARS, uh, I assume sort of payroll data, um, that would be mm. the payers you earn data, yes. um, that you might not have access to that data. And by extension, that might mean that some people might benefit from this program because you have no way to triangulate whether or not uh, they are receiving any income and by extension paying tax. No, no, we have since uh, sorted out oh, all those particular okay. matters. Okay. They've been sorted out. Okay. But what we did not want to do is to rush, pay people, and uh, we are, we operate in a very litigious environment, mm. you know. Mm. People know their rights and they will say, yes, we, I know, I don't care whether what you were doing 
was to the benefit of majority of the people and so on. But you got access to my information without my consent. Therefore, I'm taking you to I'm taking you to court. You know, so we had to make sure that everything that we do is done by the book. But secondly, this is a lot of money. Mm. We know that one Aya has got a cell phone. Paseka does not have a cell phone. Sure. And what we are simply saying that in case that people don't have a cell phone, we must not discriminate against them. Okay. We must find someone as a member of the family who can be able to use their cell phone mm. so that we can be able to pay that. Sure. But so, the so, so wait, Paseka, is, Paseka, I mean, before we go much further ahead, I want to understand, okay, so you've tried to segment people and pay some on their phones and where you can't reach those have alternative measures. Yes. You said you paid 10 in the test Yes. I assume you've gone beyond the test phase now. How many have you paid as we speak? We will be paying people uh, by this month's end. So you haven't paid uh, people beyond No, the we time. haven't paid, but uh, since the file has been sent through, and we know that uh, from where I, I, I am, I am confident that uh, before month's end of okay. May, close to above 100,000 people, uh, the file has gone, will be paid. 100,000 is of how many? It's, 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 there's, there, was, there, was, there were about around 300,000 people. Uh, close to four, uh, just above 300,000. So you're saying about half of those are going to get their money at the end of the month? Yes, definitely. But unfortunately, mm. some of those who did not go through is because every time when we go into the system, we pick up that this person qualifies for, the, for, for what, what, what one grant or the other. Okay. Yes, so they qualify or are they drawing a grant? Because I think there's a distinction. You know, you they, might qualify they, they, for they a grant but not draw the grant. grant. Oh, they they okay. benefit. They already benefit from one grant or the other. Okay. Uh, some of them are in, this, uh, are in SASA, some of them are getting it from UIF and so mm. on. So okay. the, the system kicks them out uh, uh, automatically. Yeah. But let me go to the last category. Sure, I, sure. When we checked also this week, there were 5 million applications, right? And out of that 5 million application, we found out that there's one person who have been doing an application more than 10 times. So we have to cancel in, nine. In the make. 5 million. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so, so when, after we calculated and we checked, we verified the numbers went to 2.2 million, right? Mm. But even that 2.2 million, we still have to go through, through our sister department to check if indeed are not getting any form of a grant whatsoever. Mm. So, so, so I think at some point, somebody got hold of our internal documents, sure. decided to misinterpret what is happening, and it caused unnecessary anxiety yeah, in the society. Yeah. Pasaga, and that, mm. you know what? Ne? We've got about five more minutes left. Um, okay. And I want to ask, ask, ask a last question, and I'm going to give you as much time in that five minutes as I can to respond to this question. Mm. Many organizations across government and in the private sector as well are using this opportunity to go and do business differently. There's, there's no sense that we're going to go back to the old normal. Uh, and, and I find it quite interesting that, uh, you know, Sasa uh, might have had plans in the past of, you know, uh, creating a USSD platform where people can be paid uh, mm. through mobile channels. But it was something we probably saw as very far off. Um, mm. And now you have to test it. And, and I guess there will be some challenges, bottlenecks as you start off. But mm. the fact that you're testing it, I think for me, is commendable. Mm. But the question that I want to ask in relation to that is, how are you making sure that whatever it is that you're learning by paying out these uh, grants, which I hope you will have paid at least half of the 300,000 or so uh, that are valid and that you've approved, in paying that through USSD channels to people's cell phones, 
uh, and the relationship that you might have to have with telcos in order to do that. How are you thinking about applying and extending that to the other over 17 million or so grants that you're already paying out? Look, I think that's what we, we're trying to, that's what we've been trying to do, uh, Aya. Um, remember, we come from a, a an, an environment where people would have to queue and get their money, to be yes. paid their money every month. End. But then we moved to this card, which we call a SASA sample card. Mm. And this card can be able to give you so many benefits. And I think maybe at some point, we need to continuously engage our people. That's why earlier on I said, I think at some point we need to make sure that we intensify our beneficiary education. Because people don't know, some of them might not know, that this card that you have, you don't have to have money in your pocket. You can use this card to transact. You can go to the shops and buy. You can do so many things with that particular card. But also, some people who might not have a card, like we are going to use the voucher system through the uh, the USSD, um, people can be able to get it. Uh, they call it a mobile money. Mm. Uh, you can be able to go to a spaza shop. You can be able to go to any other shop and be able to transact and get goods with that particular amount of money. But one thing that uh, parliamentarians have been saying, Aya, is that please have less money in your pocket and more money in the bank. Let uh, me just put it that way. But unfortunately, in some instances, we show some our figures going how high, especially last month, where people went and they wanted cash in their heads. We might make an assumption why people did that and so on. But we must also be alive to the fact that majority of our beneficiaries are still uh, are old and they are used to a particular method of how they get their money. But we need to make sure that we keep on educating our people. Because one other thing that I might mention, Aya, the more money you have, the more cash in transit uh, heist you have. Yeah, the bigger the we, risk, yeah. Yes, so we're trying to limit uh, the movement of money as possible. People must make sure that they make maximum use mm. of this cut to their benefit. Are you negotiating with where some of the stuff or, or where some of the beneficiaries are buying? I mean, I think I've spoken to you about this, Paseka, where yes. you could potentially change behavior by sort of topping up with some voucher or something and saying, look, you know, if your closest vendor, spaza shop uh, or whomever... Um, is registered as a vendor with SASA for whatever reason or whatever, that that potential place could not only be one part pay point, but also potentially be a place where uh, some of this mobile or cashless uh, you know, money can actually be spent. Look, if you go to, to some of these merchants, the bigger ones, I'm sure you would find out that uh, there is something that will be saying, these are the benefits you get if you are a beneficiary of social credit yes. and so on. But I know that the Department of Small uh, Business uh, is pushing very hard mm. to make sure that uh, we do uh, we take money, we say the money circulates within and so sure. on, especially to the to the small guy here there at the corner, you know, mm. because it doesn't make sense, uh, especially in the deep rural areas. Yeah, I yeah. mean, three months ago we had a tragedy where people got, if not four months ago, people got into the bus. Um, to go and buy in town, and when they came back, there was a tragedy. So we don't want yes, such things to yes, happen. Yes, 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 yes. People must be able to get out, mm. go to the uh, small guy at the corner, and sure. be able to buy there. But I know, as a matter of a principle, that Department of Small Business is pushing this mm. matter very hard. Okay, Paseka, we know last Friday you were supposed to submit as, um, I guess, you know, as part of the process with DSD because you're an agency of DSD. 
submissions for the special adjustment budget, which uh, is set to uh, be delivered sometime in June. Uh, what are some of the things that uh, are COVID-specific that maybe as SASA, as the agency, you would have penciled in there so that the DSD can put that in the in their budget vote? Well, what are some of those? Do not put me in the corner, uh, Aya. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they are for people want to know, man. <laughs> no, I know, I know, and I, I. But but I think because there's an interaction between an organization with its, uh, with its mother department. Uh, yes, no, for sure. Um, and I think we must just leave those particular issues yeah, yeah. to lead to the to to. to no, I hear you. Go. I hear you, Pastor. Yeah. You don't have to answer that. That's like yeah. me saying, you know, what did I pencil in into the communications budget vote? It doesn't work. Like <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> speaks on behalf of Sasa and uh, they are the guys that are going to be paying out uh, millions of grants in the next few days or so and I'd love to hear from you I mean you might have been one of the 300,000 people who have applied for the 300 rand 350 have uh, Sasa communicated with you and uh, more importantly when you receive that money uh, come to us and tell us uh, but, uh, of course what are some of the things that you would do with that money we'd love to hear from you uh, that's the end of our show 9pm is the time the man with the music is here he is your musical accompaniment on this very very cold night stay safe stay warm and uh, take strength on this evening Nangoko Sisaibanga Le Economy